The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself and Mark Henry talk about Monday Night Raw and the build towards payback this weekend. We talk about Seth Rollins and Nakamura and L.A. Knight and The Miz. Also, we do some fallout from AEW's All In right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Now, yeah. I teased Mark Seth Rollins. I've I've complained a lot about Seth Rollins here on Busted Open about his over-the-top character. I'm not emotionally invested. I'm just not connecting. The last couple weeks... This feud with Nakamura and this buildup towards what we're going to see this weekend between those two, we're seeing a different Seth Rollins, Mark. And, like, Seth Rollins has a lot of bite to him right now, and I'm loving it. Man. Talent. Yeah. I think that the the emotions come out when two talented people uh, who are competitive and they're both hungry to be – elite to be the best of the best and Seth Rollins is one of the best of the best top six and Nakamura has been through the grinder we talked about how hot he was at one time we talk about him kind of falling off the radar as one of the elite of the elite. Still entertaining. He's got rappers, like, using his song. Like, mainstream. And Ariel would know who that guy is. I, 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 I you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I can't think of his name. Lil Dirk or something like that. Little, Lil, Lil Uzi. Uzi. And now Nakamura is seizing this opportunity to bring the best out of himself. And you can see it in his face and in, in the way that he's the way that he's communicating. Listen to how clear Nakamura's English is now. He's evolved. And I talked about this and you told me, nah, I just don't like that that they should use it. I, I was talking about it for Oscar, that they should use the, the subtitles and have him speak Japanese and do the subtitles. They did it last night, and it fucking worked. It worked. I they've told done you it that two weeks work. now, Mark, they've done it two weeks now, and you're 100% right. They knocked it out of the park. It brings a different dynamic to his character, his personality, and, I, and you're, you're 1,000% right, Mark. It, it has worked, without a doubt. Thank you. And and you hear the thing that, that really set it off 
is when he said, watch your back. Bro, I got chills when he said that shit. (laughs) Because it was clear. It was precise. And it said everything that needed to be said at that moment. Yep. Watch your back. He said it as clear as either one of us can say it. And and Seth's face, him him his reactions are Seth is worried. I know you're hurt. I know you got I know your back is hurting. You're not strong enough to beat me right now. When you start telling somebody that knows like Dave, if if your arm is hurt and you tell me, hey, man, like my arm is really, really tender, like easy, please don't pat me, and I come up and act like I'm going to hit you in that arm, what are you going to do? You're going to flinch. Yep, we're going to wince. Yep. That's what Seth is doing right now. He's flinching. And you can see it, and it's making you feel like, oh, man. This Nakamura's got Nakamura's got a chance, and and I, I'm I'm all in. They got me. And Mark, something else Seth did last night, which was interesting, because everything you just said is right. But he also poked the bear last night when he cut that promo in the ring right before Nakamura attacked him. He said, "Where's that guy that I saw a main event at Tokyo Dome? Where's that guy that like burnt it up in NXT? Like." At, 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 there's like that competitive nature when it comes to Seth Rollins as champion where it's like, all right, Nakamura is now on my radar. We have this match. I have the, the, the broken back. And, you know, but at the same time, I want to see Nakamura step up to this challenge. Like, that's the sign of a true champion. And Seth showed that last... The, this Seth Rollins, this these last couple of weeks, Mark, I'm completely on board. As much as I did not like the Seth Rollins character over the last six to seven months, I can't tell you how much more I'm into him these last couple of weeks. Dave, you know what he did? He did a Muhammad Ali. You remember when Muhammad Ali fought Sonny Liston and Sonny Liston didn't want to fight him? It's like, man, I ain't fighting this guy. He ain't nobody. And Ali had the politic show up at his house, <laughs> follow him, go to his gym where he trained, show up at functions that he was showing up at and challenging him. He wanted, Ali wanted to make Sonny so mad, so frustrated that he came and tacked him and creating a technical mismatch. That's what I felt like Seth did last night. I felt like Seth Rollins was baiting him. Come on, Nakamura, come on. You make a mistake and I'ma capitalize on it. That's that's it's an art of war, man. And this is also an opportunity, Mark. Because we talked about that World Heavyweight Championship. You know, when it comes to this World Heavyweight Championship, this is an opportunity for the World Heavyweight Championship that Seth holds to main event a pay-per-view. 
Like, this is that opportunity. Because we talked about, like, because of the bloodline, that's really been the focus. That's really been the center point of the WWE. Well, there's no match with Cody Rhodes on Saturday. And the bloodline is not involved in this pay-per-view at all on Saturday. This is an opportunity for Seth Rollins and that World Heavyweight Championship to main event a pay-per-view. It is. And and it's got to be big. And this is a big fight field to me. This is one of those where they, they, this is a championship match and both guys are in their corner and from Osaka, Japan. And, you, you know, like you, Davenport, Iowa, like they, they're going to build this because they have to. Yes. Like you just said, there, there's, there's elements that have been on pay-per-views that are not going to be on there this time. So you have to build this to be what it needs to be, and that is an ultimate championship match that's people willing to pay money to see. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And listen, this, this card, when you look at it on Saturday, you know, again, without Cody wrestling and without Roman being on it and nothing from the bloodline, it's, it's no far bra. different. It's far different from any pay-per-view that we've seen over the last, what, two to three years in the WWE. It's completely different. And I really feel like that World Heavyweight Championship should be the main event. Could you make a case for Becky and Trish, maybe? Can you make a case for the tag team titles with Owens and Zayn going up against the Judgment Day? Maybe. But to me, it's got to be Seth Rollins and Nakamura in the main event on Saturday, right? It's got to be. Yeah. I mean, that's... That's the title. Historically, uh, you talked about this a few months ago. How do you make that title mean something? Yep. And that's put it in the main event. That's uh, You know, you said that simply. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey, everyone. It's Howard Bender from the Andy Up podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. The way that crowd popped, thinking that it was going to be L.A. night, and then obviously they notice it's the Miz, and then the Boo Birds come out. But Miz kind of made his point last night where he's like, who wants a free T-shirt? And everybody's like, yeah. And he's like, and he's throwing out the one-liners, and everybody's reciting the one-liners. He's like, yeah, exactly. Like, you'll cheer anything. You'll cheer for free stuff. You'll cheer the one-liners. You're basically the Miz last night called the audience sheep. And like, he kind of hit the nail right on the head. And, uh, man, that was interesting. 
I wish I actually wish there was a bit of a longer buildup between the Miz and LA Knight. And obviously it doesn't help that the Miz and LA Knight are on different shows. But I gotta tell you, Mark, I I would love like I hope this doesn't end um on Saturday. I hope this continues because if you're gonna get into a battle of words, there's no doubt right now that the Miz is dominating this battle, which if you think about it should Miz is one of the best on the mic ever in ever. The WWE. Um, and, and, and Mark, we've talked about it. The Miz is a first ballot hall of famer, but we really yeah. haven't seen LA Knight kind of step up and win a fight. I hope this doesn't end on Saturday. I'd like to see this go longer than just one pay-per-view match. Your they thoughts? need to stretch it out. Yeah. Yep, stretch it out. That's the hey, I, I'm if I was LA Knight, I'm like, guys, don't this is where I need to be. Because battling Miz is gonna do what? what? Make him step up. Iron sharpens iron. Who else is he gonna have a war words with? There's nobody better than the Miz. In the nobody WWE. better than the Miz. So this is where he needs to be. Six months, a year, a him. And, you know what this is? I'm going to go back to this, Dave. Remember when, when Matt Hardy and MVP went at it for months? Yep. I'm better than you. And they had contests. And they did this. And they did that. That's that's what that's where we need to be with these two. Well, I, That's what I, I would do if I was – if I was calling the shots, I that's what I Mark, do. Mark, here's the thing. This this match on Saturday between L.A. Knight and The Miz, this is a must win for L.A. Knight. If, like, The Miz has kind of won the war of words, and if they go into a don't... match this weekend and The Miz beats L.A. Knight, where does that leave L.A. Knight? Like, L.A. I, Knight I, don't have to win, Dave. L.A. Knight has to look like he's going to win. And the Miz could always cheat and pull the rug out from under him and keep it going. Why let L.A. Knight win and end it? But I think, Why? But I think if L.A. Knight loses, man, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. He don't know. have to lose. He don't have to lose. He can look like he's going to win, have him ready for his finish. You know, Miz always pay people to come and 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 foil the day. Miz is, Miz is not beyond cheating. Saving face. I'm not going to let L.A. Knight beat me. You think I'm going to allow L.A. Knight to beat me? The Miz, a first ballot Hall of Famer? No, no, and then you keep it going. If you if if LA Knight wins, then all he got to do is say, "Miss, why are you still talking to me? I beat you. I'm moving on." I, the one thing I agree with you on, Mark, is they got to keep this going on. And at the at the end, LA Knight's got to. But at the end, when this is all said and done, LA Knight's got to come out the victor when yeah, it's all yeah, over, right? Yeah, because I'm, I'm all, yeah. The, the, the Miz right. is Teflon. I mean, you would agree too, Mark, that the Miz is Teflon. 
The yeah, Miz can lose. It, it means nothing him. to the Miz. And, and it's going to elevate L.A. Knight. Hey, everyone. It's Howard Bender from the Andy Up podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. Over 80,000 paid customers for All In this past weekend. Pretty, pretty yeah, great that, night for huge, man. Yeah. So good for pro wrestling. Yeah. I'm proud of Tony. I'm proud of all the talent. The production staffs, the makeup artists, the caterers, the crew, the grips, the camera, lighting, music, everybody that's involved, like, should be really proud of themselves because it's it's very difficult to do what they did, and especially being that it's a first. Yes. The first is always next year. It'll be a well smoothed out machine. Can't wait. Next but year we're going. Busted opens going. We, we're going to be talk, there. I already talked to Big Boss Man Eddie Brasilli. Next year we're going. I think the main event's going to be CM Punk versus Jungle Boy. My guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm. I, I just gotta. I I just gotta. Uh, uh, just a guessing. View of a the lot future. can happen in a year. I, I saw. I saw the future just now, Dave. I saw me and you on the stage. Yeah. Doing our own event in in London. I like that. And and I think that we're speaking it into existence, brother. But if it if it you comes just to did. your mind, you spoke it into existence. Gotta do it. We gotta do it now. Busted open party. And listen, there's Invite a lot the of a lot of scuttlebutt when it comes to AEW though, Mark, but like MJF said in the media scrum afterwards, not everybody has to get along. And obviously there's some issues, you know, with some of the wrestlers when it comes to relationships. And you could still have a championship team. Not everybody has to get along. Not everyone has to be best friends. That's true. Yeah. Remember, uh, remember uh, um, Mark Stemnoski and, and uh, uh, Russell Maryland hated each other. And they had they didn't get practice along. against each other every day. And Charles Haley they didn't go along with anybody. <laughs> he, like, he, he hated everybody. And everybody hated Charles Haley. <laughs> yeah. But, the, you know, but, man, I'm I'm telling you, like, you don't always have to get along. So, you know, everybody talking about the doom and gloom, that, that happens on championship teams all the time. There's going to be fighting and there's going to be arguments and stuff like that. I'm sure, man. like, in a lot of pro teams, there's we hear about it right on, on the practice field football. Fists are flying. Right on, uh, you know, yeah. during scrimmages and stuff. Right, it happened this year with our team. Yeah, you know, like the guys, they 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 get tired of hitting each other, and they want to hit somebody else, and they like we're we're teammates, you know. Like some people take that personal. Yeah. Why would you try to block me the best of your ability, and I'm your teammate? Because I need to get better. Because you need to get better. There's always there's a reasoning behind it, but nobody's right. Both sides are wrong. And you know why both sides are wrong, Dave. Why? Because they both have different objectives. My objective is to dominate you 
and go forward. And then the offensive line is like, my my objective is to stop you. Yeah. And make you go backwards. They're complete opposites. So definitely (laughs) the psychology would be reversed. So you're not going to get along. Yeah, you're not going to get along. But but at the same time, too, Mark, everybody's got to have the same mindset of what's best for the company and what's best for the health of the company. You know, when there's a lot of, like, dark clouds and bad publicity, you probably don't want to keep playing off of that. And especially on a weekend like that was, you don't want any kind of bad publicity at all. Let's keep this going. No. This is a great accomplishment for everybody with this company. Let's move it forward. Let's move it forward, and let's continue to grow. So you, Maturity, it, Dave, yes. comes with experience. Yeah. And look what we're talking about. We're talking about a company that's still young. Yes. And my wife told me yesterday, she said, our kids are awesome, but they're still kids and they're immature. And they need grace and guidance and a kicking ass every now and then. I've given them grace. Tony is giving them grace. Yeah. He's giving them guidance. When is the kick in the ass coming? You need that kick in the ass because it's like Sometimes what you say you to your need kid. it, Dave. Yeah, I had just, it. Yeah, didn't because want like I, it, you didn't saved like your it. Kid, but you had to have it in order to grow, in order to be mature, in order to get better. Like, you know, yeah. I always say, you know what? You know, you're my child. To me, you're special. But not everybody thinks you're special. You got to prove that to people. You got to show people that. When it comes to this, like, you know, for a young company, especially when all eyes are on you, Mark, you got to be better. You got to be better. And you got to go above and beyond. And listen, not everybody's going to get along. Hell, we don't get along with Paul, Mark, but we make it work, right? Yep, we make it, we work. make it work. It's a great producer. Love Paul as a producer. Not always going to see eye to eye on things. Nope. And it's his job sometimes to poke holes in our theory. And to kick us in the ass. And we just, I mean, we we just said it, and I don't don't know if it could be explained any better. Sometimes you need forgiveness. You you always need forgiveness. And you also need a a, a second chance. You need grace. But ultimately, Dave, when you make mistakes, there has to be consequences for your mistakes. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to do it again because there's no consequence. And that's the thing is, and I, and this is, and Mark, you've talked to me about this, and it's one of my flaws, is that I'm a very, I, I like to say myself, I think of myself as a, as a kind person. But there's a lot of people out there, Mark, that take advantage of kindness. So you just being a good person and being kind, you would think that's enough, but it's not. People will take advantage of that. And you got to be strong enough as a leader to understand that and to see that and take it to that next level because people will take advantage of you. They'll manipulate you. And you don't, you're thinking, you know what? I get along with this person. They, they co-sign for what I'm my, my philosophies and my ideals. Um, and, and they say, Hey man, I'm always here for you. 
I, I, listen, whatever you need, brother, I'm here. And then they do all of that. And then they try to turn you against everybody else. Yeah. That's manipulation. And sometimes you got to be able to say, you know what? This is a business decision. I love you like a brother, but I can't co-sign for that. And this is what we're going to do from here on out. And once you, once everybody's in alignment and you know that, wow, even, even the number one friend can get disciplined, can get, it's, it's an awesome thing. Then everybody can run from just the, the understanding that we're working for the company. We're working for the game, the business, whatever you want to call it. And Mark, sometimes that tough decision might not be the popular decision. Maybe that decision, you know, is not what people are going to want, but you know, you're nobody knows the company more. And, you know, you have to make those things. Listen, Mark, uh, Tony Khan is a good man and he's a, he's, he loves pro wrestling. He's, he's a great ambassador for pro wrestling. And, and, and there's going to be some growth. Listen, the, well, how this company, how big this company's gotten in a very small amount of time, no company's been ab- able to ever do this. No company. No. You know, he, it he takes done comp- stuff that nobody's ever done. I yes. think the only person that probably has faced what Tony is facing is Vince. Yeah. They're, they may be the only two conglomerates, like big, big business that have faced those issues. And Vince got a 50-something-year jump. Yes. Yes. I mean, there so, was, that company was well-established when Vince McMahon took that company over. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't, you can't compare the, the, the two because there were things that were ironed out already before Vince, Vince Jr. took it. Yeah. Tony has to eat all of those mistakes. He's got to make all those decisions on the fly. And he's succeeding. Yes. Look at what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, look at what – it's a perfect example. When and I'm we sure that in. he don't agree with everything that we say on this show. Probably not. I'm sure he doesn't. I mean, I probably I wouldn't because, yeah. like, it's a, some of the stuff that we say is opinion. It don't mean that we discredit or dislike what was going on. It's, it's, it's I think that, it's respectful. I think it's respectful, Mark, and I think it's We've never been disrespectful. And it's never. constructive Not criticism. Once. Listen, that's another thing that people don't understand. Criticism can be constructive. It's not all disrespected or, or yeah. tearing something down. Sometimes it's constructive criticism, just, just things that we think in hopes that it gets better. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's well said, Dave. Well yeah. said. And again, it's just our opinions, but I think we all want this company to grow and this company to get bigger. And look at look at where we are right now in pro wrestling, Mark. This is a this is a golden era of pro wrestling. Look at the crowds we're getting. We're getting stadiums full of people for pro wrestling shows. This is an it's awesome the best entertainment time. in the world. It's it's an awesome what's time better? to be a fan, Mark. What what's better? For me, nothing. Being For being me. a being a member of the Beehive or being a Swifty is better than the the business of pro wrestling. Not I, not I would, to me. I would say no. I would not say no. Not to me. Not to me, Mark. And uh, and listen, that was a an amazing achievement this past weekend. Busted open as part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. 
If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.